Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys can see from the title, today we're talking about strangling the seed. And we're coming from the book of Mark, chapter 4, verses 14 through 19. So grab your journals. Speaking of journals, the Christian Bay Bay Bible Study journals are available on thechristianbay.com as well as the Bay Bible Study t-shirts and the Bay Bible Study live tickets. That's right. You guys already know my first in-person event is happening this December 11, 2021 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. There's regular and VIP tickets still available. So make sure you go to thechristianbay.com and secure your spot now. Now let's get into the word. We're coming from the book of Mark chapter four, verses 14 through 19, but we're going to start at verse 13. So verse 13 says, then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. We can all relate to that when God gives you a word and then as soon as you start getting some pushback or as soon as you start getting some stormy seasons and the enemy try to attack the word, you just forget about the word and get back to doing what you wanted to do. So it says, since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word making it unfruitful. Others like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some a hundred times what was sown. So the part of this paragraph that stood out to me was specifically verse 19, which says, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. And when I saw that it said, choke the word, I thought about physically, (laughs) all right, y'all going to judge me for this. I thought about physically choking someone because it says you choke the word and you make it unfruitful. And this revelation was really insightful for me because I never hear about choking the word. I never hear people talk about the fact that this scripture said it's possible to choke the word of God. And when you choke something, it says you're making it unfruitful, which is basically like killing it almost like when you choke a person. So then I started thinking about, okay, what drives someone to choke someone or to begin to strangle someone, which is the title strangling the seed. What, what, what's the What's the force behind that? And when you choke someone or when you're strangling someone, it's a certain type of anger because that person isn't doing what you want them to do, or they're not moving when you want them to move. They're not moving at the pace that you want them to move. It's some type of control that leads to you choking a person. So when the scripture says choking the word of God, I wanted to share with you guys today that when you try to take control of the word that God has released to you, you're choking it. And when God showed me this revelation, y'all can probably hear it in my voice. I'm still just like sitting and chewing on it because 
Wow, like you're, and it said choke the word and make it unfruitful. It doesn't say choke it and delay it. It says make it unfruitful because there's a form of manipulation that has interfered with the word that God has released to you. This seed has now been manipulated. Think about planting a seed in the ground. Imagine if you go outside every day and dig up the seed to see what it got going on. There's a certain manipulation that's happening when you try to control or choke the word of God and you're stopping the process from happening. You're stopping the, the word from coming to life because you keep trying to make it happen in the way that you want it to happen. You keep trying to make it come at the pace that you want to make it to come. You keep trying to step in and see what's going on with it. And every time you step in and see what's going on with it, you manipulate it, you choke it, you strangle it because it's not that you don't believe in the word. Is that your control or your desire to want to have it right now is causing you to choke or strangle this word. I really want you guys to think about when someone is choking someone. If you're watching a movie and they're choking it, it's almost like they're trying to force it. They're forcing something to happen. It's veins popping out of their forehead. They're mad. They're angry. They're impatient. They feel in all these different emotions. So they're just choking and it's almost like a shaking. And that's what happens when you try to control the word that God has released to you. I really love this revelation that God has given me because it, it takes a different perspective to really see and understand what he's saying, because it's not saying that you don't have the word. It's saying that God has given you the word. You have the word, you have the seed, you have the promise from God, but because of you having it, you also believe in it. A lot of times we like to talk to people about faith and believing in the word, but this revelation is completely different because you believe in it. You believe in it so much that you want to force it. You believe in it so much that you're trying to speed it up. You believe in it so much that you're trying to manipulate it and make it happen on your timetable. And when you feel like it's best and when you feel like it should come to pass and you doing that, you trying to take control of the word of God is actually choking it and making it unfruitful. I love this revelation because it changes the perspective of not believing it or not having faith. No, you believe in it and you have faith but doing too much of anything can easily become a bad thing. See, think about going to the gym. When you go to the gym, you know there's many health benefits from working out and your body look nice and all of these other things. But if you go too hard in the gym, you can pull a muscle. If you put your body under too much pressure, you can hurt something in your body because you're doing too much. You're trying to rush the process. You're trying to speed it up. So instead of working out three times a week, you're trying to work out 14 times a week, two a day, every day. And now your muscles are tightening up and now different parts of your body is beginning to ache and shut down because you're doing it too much. You get to the point to where your faith is becoming a forcing and that's where the choking comes in. It's not that you're not supposed to have faith. God is God glad that you have faith. He's glad that you go into the gym three times a week, but still remember to give your body a rest. Still remember to eat healthy. Still remember to take days off when your body is aching. Still remember to rest and allow faith to do its part. See, we only have part of the work. God does the rest, but if you try to force the situation, now you're choking or strangling the seed because you're trying to produce something at your rate. The minute you take the word of God, the seed that God has planted in you and you begin to manipulate it or try to speed up the process, now you're choking it and strangling the seed that God has placed inside of you and you're making it unfruitful. So what happens when you believe the word of God, but because of you trying to put your hands in a situation, it's still not happening.
See, because that, that's what we're going to address today because it's a lot of people that say, well, I know the word that God has spoken to me. I know the seed that he's planted inside of me. I know the promise that he spoke over my life and I'm doing everything that I can to make it come to pass. Could you be doing too much? Are you doing too much and you're choking it? Are you doing too much and you strangling it? Are you, and, and what leads to you doing too much? Going back to the example, it's because there's a sense of control and there's a, a sense of manipulation and your desire. You want it so bad that you're trying to make it come to pass on your own. And it explains it to us in verse 19. It says, but the worries of this life, the worries of this life is leading you to try to make the word of God come to pass quicker because you are worrying about what's going to happen if it doesn't come when you want it to come. So the scripture is literally reading us. It says, but the worries of this life, the deceit of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word. Those are the, those are the driving factors behind your force, behind the choking of the word, behind the manipulation, behind the rushing, the seed that God has planted. Your it's the deceitfulness. It's your desire of wanting it. It's the worries of life that now got you trying to speed up a word that wasn't even originally yours. So if this word is for you, today's seed is the calm seed. I'm going to calmly try trust in the plan that God has for my life. I'm going to calmly trust in the word that he spoke to me. I'm going to calmly trust in the seed that he planted inside of me. I'm going to calmly trust in the process that God is taking me through. I don't need to try to take control. I don't need to try to manipulate the situation. I need to try to find loopholes in different ways to speed it up or make it look like it's happening quicker than it is. I'm going to calmly rest in the place of expectancy because I know that if God planted this seed inside of me, he'll let me know when I need to make a move and he'll also let me know when he'll take it from here so i'm gonna calmly rest in this place i'm gonna calmly rest in the word of god i'm gonna calmly rest in the fact that my faith will go before me and that anything that needs to be done god will tell me to do or he will do but i would not choke the word and lead to it being unfruitful because of my impatience i would not choke the word and lead to it being unfruitful because of my desire to have it quickly i will not choke the word and lead to it being unfruitful because of anxiety or worrying about what's going to happen if it doesn't come in a timetable that I think is best. I don't want to choke the word. I don't want to strangle the seed. I don't want to force this thing to happen. I'm going to calmly wait in a posture of expectancy because I know the type of God that I serve, the type of God that will never leave or forsake me, the type of God that sits high and looks low, the type of God that said I'm the head and not the tail, the type of God that covers me from every direction, the type of God that will never leave me out here without any answers, the type of God that will never just plant me in a season and not have a next step in line for me. I know the type of God that I serve. So I'm going to calmly wait in a posture of expectancy. And I'm not going to choke the word that God has given to me. I'm not going to strangle the seed that God has given to me, but instead I'm going to stand and wait to see what he said. And if you're sowing the calm seed, you can sow that to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Calm seed. This is a harvest season, y'all. This season is a harvest season. And before something is birthed, there's a waiting period. But if you try to rush it, imagine a pregnant woman trying to, there's different ways when you're pregnant, there's different ways that they say you can, you know, make the baby come quicker, which is like walking, bouncing on a little ball and things like that. But imagine if a pregnant woman was in a bathroom with her legs open, like really trying to make it come out. Like it's unfruitful. It will not be any baby because you could be hurting it. 
in a way that cannot be fixed sometimes. We don't know the damage that we do to the word of God when we try to manipulate it or make it work in our timetable. So today's word is don't choke the seed. Don't choke the word of God and lead to it being unfruitful. Verse 19 says, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, because wealth is deceitful. The love of money is the root of all evil. So don't be, don't be fooled by people who are wealthy or who look like they have it all because there's some stuff behind the scenes that you don't know. So it says the deceitfulness of wealth could lead to you choking the word of God, could lead to you trying to rush your process, could lead to you trying to do illegal stuff to get more money, to keep up with people that's not even happy at the end of the day. The deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word of God, making it unfruitful. Don't let that be you. God has given you the word. Great. He has planted a seed within you. Great. Ask him in this season, God, what is it that you want me to do? Am I stepping out on faith or am I standing still? Show me God and I will act accordingly because it's not for me to try to take control of this word that you gave me in the first place. I trust you calmly and expectantly. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be on this podcast. Thank you for using me as your vessel, God. Today, I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice. Father God, I pray a calmness that surpasses all controlling, all cares, all confusion, all doubt, all fear, all anxiety, all worriness. Father God, I cast it out in the name of Jesus and I give them a calmness that takes over them under the sound of my voice. Father God, I stand in the gap and I place faith in them. I place trust in them and I place a reassurance that what you said is what it will be. Father God, we thank you for your reassurance. We thank you for this revelation. We thank you for this word. But most importantly, we thank you for the seed that you've planted in us and we stand expectantly until we see what you said. I pray over everyone that sows into this word, Father God, like the scripture says, I say, I pray that they receive it back some 30, some 60, some a hundred times what was sown, Father God, may they receive a double, triple, quadruple portion of what they sown, Father God, but most importantly, may they receive your presence and your promise. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube and check out this month's Spiritual Struggles theme. We're talking about Squid Games. I also have the Bay Boutique launching on November 14th at 3 p.m. So make sure you follow at Shop Christian Bay on Instagram to see some fall looks that's coming your way. And make sure you get your ticket for Bay Bible Study Live. I love you guys and I'll talk to you in the next episode.